December 14th, 2018. The Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. Christmas Spectacular before the Bro Pod with Scott and Todd. Christmas Spectacular, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, two weeks, no, week and a half till Christmas here. Uh, we have a lot of Christmas-related topics to go through. 11 days. Oh, wow. Someone has an advent calendar nearby. <laughs> and someone I has children, have... clearly. No, I looked at the date. Oh, you looked at the date. That, too. But someone probably I, also I has an advent calendar. Math. We do have an advent calendar upstairs. Yeah. How's that going? Now, that this is the one where they get candy. Is that correct? No, it's just a... Oh. They're halfway into it because there's no candy. If they knew that there were an advent calendar with candy into it, they'd be way more excited about it. Well, okay. Fair point. So what this is one it? just, what is it? uh, it's like a house that up until this year was internally lit. It has a little battery. Like mm-hmm. you flip a switch. One, you can, the first selection just turns the lights on in the house. The second setting on the battery, uh, Santa Claus on the roof spins around and plays music. So we never nice. do that one cause it's super annoying. I can um, <clears throat> but, uh, they left the, the light on. So the battery's dead and it's one of those. Okay, I can do a quick little rant on here on battery <laughs> closures. Some of them okay. has have screws in them that you have to unscrew with like a Phillips head screwdriver to get to the well, battery compartment. Happened. Why the fuck do you need a screw? <laughs> like, what's are kids opening that up and sucking I can on the battery? Yes, that's a, that you, see you do the answer. That's no, exactly that is, why that would happen. That's not happening because no, batteries no. are a danger to humans everywhere. We no. know this. Well, there's batteries in every fucking other thing. They could lick their tablet outlets and just shock themselves that way if they wanted to. I mean... Or stick their tongues in regular electrical outlets. I don't know what kids are up to to nowadays, but is that what's happening? I don't know. This sounds terrifying. All they do is they're just French kissing electrical outlets. That's the new normal. (laughs) They stick a Uh, a paperclip in there first, obviously, and then they make out. Long story uh, short, I have not replaced the battery because it takes more than 20 seconds to do. Oh, I see. Um, So... (laughs) It's slightly less appealing to them because it doesn't light up. Um, right. Opal, I mean, they've had it for like three or four years, but the older daughter likes to open the doors and see what the surprise is. I don't know how surprising it is. It, I imagine right. another year it will not be surprising at all. And no. they'll hear, hear through the grapevine that other people have candy in theirs and <laughs> request. I mean, if, if they had pissed. candy in it, they'd actually probably have eaten all the candy already. With ten, with ten days left, they'll be like, "Can I eat tomorrow's candy?" I can just imagine. Can we have another yeah. candy from the advent calendar? I'm like, no, you only get one per day. Wait, the idea is we pace ourselves, right? <laughs> no, that's not how that works. It's not go at your own pace. If I eat the twenty four twenty four pieces of candy on the first day, is that okay? So was the candy thing something that was around in our childhood? I remember our advent calendar was simply like a felt calendar. Do you remember this? And you would put oh, yeah. different, like a little felt candy cane, a little felt star, yeah, a little felt ours Christmas had tree a, on each a, date. A felt Christmas tree with Velcro and then yeah. 24 pockets with different ornaments, if you will, that you yep. stuck up. And I think we always had Santa Claus on the 24th. You you could arrange it however you wanted. I, I right. feel like one of our grandmothers made that. but that That's very possible. Sound. Neither of them were particularly crafty, so it might have been purchased. Anyway, Nelly? Could have been Nelly, perhaps? Could have been, she but was it was, I'm pretty sure it came from the Yaya side of the family, so oh, okay. whatever. Um, yeah, we just put them up. We never had candy ones that I remember. I no. mean, we certainly had That's plenty of candy in the house, well. so it didn't matter, but I, we didn't have them right. through the advent calendar. 
why wait for a special month of a holiday season to actually no, I mean, enjoy candy? I mean, especially in December, I feel like there's a lot of candy in the house. Oh, yeah, that's fair. The kisses. I mean, we'll get into but, what are the top five which, cookies. Yeah, by the way, Christmas yeah, perfect perfect this, transition. But <laughs> This um, episode. By the way, I, I am guessing, and I'm not going out on a limb here, <laughs> to say that that has not changed below these many decades. I know <laughs> even in my house, there's a higher percentage of candy in terms of what it, edible items are laying around. So... I mean, in the month of December. Yes, in the month of December. Yeah, so well, it's, it's not even. It's not like. I mean, we probably purchase slightly more, but you get gifts and go to holiday parties and just bring home stuff. Or are I didn't specify things. where it's coming from. I know, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that I know you that's guys. That's part of the reason. The it's it's the reason for the season, if you will. It is the reason for the season. That's correct. Yes, <laughs> peppermint is the reason for the season. <laughs> and actually, now that I stop and think about it, it's actually more of a a two-and-a-half-month season uh, in this house because it starts mid-October when I start purchasing things for Halloween, and it just carries right on through, <laughs> through November. You just blat- you power through it, looking ahead to December and Christmas, and suddenly, before you know it, there you are. Well, you might Christmas as well time. just continue it on through Easter. I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, but... Um, <laughs> I feel like you're answering on behalf of yourself without even no, doing I'm it intentionally. Not saying why stop? Like why have the midwinter blues without your candy surge? Yeah, no, that's true. I, I, again, it is an option. Um, in any event, so let's let's actually go right to that since uh, you did go bring it tape. up. That's that's one of the key topics here for the week. Is you actually have top five Christmas cookies? Um, I just but put I think, cookies slash treats. Yeah, I think treats. I think treats is a, a better way to look at it. Treats. Um, because, oh no, I said the word treats. <laughs> My dog Stella is, is joining us for the podcast today, and as she was just wiping her ass on the carpet next to me, because she hasn't had a bath in a while, long story, uh, I would said the word T-R-E-A-T, which is one of the few words that she actually knows. So she got pretty excited about that. So we're going to try to calm her down here. Anyway, <clears throat> um so here's why I said you, you were skeptical on if this was a doable topic. I think it's very doable for one simple reason, and that is that this list is topped by one particular holiday, T-R-E-A-T, and then there's everybody else. So your list really can't mess up. Um, sure. It's it's led by, as we all know, the Candy Can JoJo's, um, the delectable yes. cookies, which we have already discussed in this program, probably starting in September or something. I don't remember when it first made it mention. And or, if you ever see our posts on Facebook, or if you ever go to bropodnetwork.com, you will see that one of our key pictures, the background of the representation of the Bropod, the is header the on candy our can Facebook JoJo and box. Twitter page is a yes, <clears throat> is a candy is a cane JoJo box. box of candy cane JoJo's. Is that what so, they're called? Candy cane or are they peppermint? I don't know. I think it's called candy cane. I never pay attention. You probably never have them long enough because you destroy the box immediately. No, 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 no. I just finished off our second box this evening. Your second box from this week? No, second box the whole holiday season. Wow. They were they were a little stale. You know how if you if you leave the box open too long, they get soft. I I didn't think you would know that. I never thought that would actually happen to you. But yes, I, I have. Become well, aware of that. The last I few tend get to eat like ninety-five percent of them and leave a few left, lest my wife tries to get some and says, "I didn't have any of these, you asshole." And I'm like, "There's a few left in there for you." So, so I usually leave a few to get stale towards the end of the box. So, I might understand <laughs> based on what you just said that your children aren't allowed to eat any of these. It's just something no, no, for you and Andy. They can eat oh, them. Okay. 
They, if they can get to them fast enough. Yes. Again, we've had a lot of treats in our house. Our, my older daughter had a cookie exchange last week. Ooh, that sounds So fun. we made five dozen cookies. Oh, my so God. So we had, we had a lot of cookies. You're supposed to take five dozen and you get a, a mix of whatever back. Yeah, no, so I understand. She it's got a fair about, trade. Eh, it was five dozen return of about two dozen. So I don't know. She if it was bartered a fair down. Trade. That's disappointing. <laughs> she didn't barter. Well, uh, whatever. I think they. She probably ate two dozen at the party, but. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> I was about to say she just talked to her uncle. I mean, about, there uh, was a, there was a panoply of uh, cookies on the table. I went to pick her up, and the mom was like, "Take whatever you want," and uh, she just sort of grabbed a few, and I was like. The funny thing was she grabbed mostly stuff that we had brought. I was like, don't get the ones that we have because we still have some of those left over at home. Oh, get wow. some of the other ones that I like, yeah. like sugar cookies or because <laughs> um, we didn't make any sugar cookies. Yes, daughter, get the ones that your father likes because this is about your father. That's the yeah. reason for the season, your diabetic <laughs> father eating cookies. <laughs> I need to That's eat what it's all about. These. So can you pick some flavors that I like? There weren't any iced cookies, which I was sort of disappointed. That is, is disappointing. Oh, I'm gonna put that on best. my top five list. Iced, Ooh, sugar iced cookies. cookies. Okay, a late edition. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> yet again, we've gotten off track after introducing the main topic. So, top five Christmas treats. I will say it as my dog gets more excited. Um, so again, JoJo's are obviously on the list. I, we don't need to do this in any particular order, but I am curious to hear what uh, some of your other entries are for tonight's topic. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I didn't do a, didn't do a great list of this, but okay. um, <clears throat> some of the other ones that would be on my list are um, Hershey's Kisses, which I think okay. we talked about. These feel more like a holiday, or maybe I talked about this at work. No, we talked about this on the pod at some point. <clears throat> they feel like more of a uh, a holiday treat. They're just out more. I feel like at Christmas time. There's that obviously that commercial where they sort of do a a jingle Carol bells. bells. Uh, yes. Not Carol. Uh, is it Carol the Bells? I don't remember. Or no, you're right. It is. It is. I think it is Jingle Bells. They ring them like they like a are um, yeah. a choir of handbells, but yes, uh, and shaped like a Christmas tree. Yes. We were discussing the uh, Hershey's Kisses at work the other day, and one of my coworkers said that she liked the hugs, and I immediately went, "Yeah." Because I don't really care for the hugs. I like the hugs. Because I'm like, get that white chocolate shit out of there. That's just I a am waste. pro hug. Now, pro, I will say this. I'll, I'll say two things. First of all, hugs made my list. Second of all, I'll say three things. I haven't had hugs in a couple years. And third of all, hugs are the kind of thing that when you eat an entire bag within 48 hours, which has happened multiple times in my life, you do kind of need some time off. Like, you can't just go immediately replenish with a new bag whereas Hershey's Kisses you kind of want to vomit if you get a whole bag of hugs exactly whereas Hershey's Kisses you can go through one in you know three or four days and then go all right we need some more we need to get a tray and just have them handy at all times so we were talking about Hershey's chocolate in general yes and I was saying one thing that I feel (laughs) this will not surprise you that is frustrating about the Hershey's Kisses is um they're a lot of work to eat. Like, you got to do a lot of unwrapping. <laughs> There's a lot of packaging there versus, like, a Hershey's bar. You get <laughs> There's a lot shove. of packaging there. Hang on. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> There's a lot of packaging there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's foil and then the little paper thing, which is... I know, but there's not... Kind of stays like, in the foil. If it were just foil, I need to be, like, two to three times the size that they are. 
like the volume of chocolate you get is like basically a square of a Hershey's bar. It feels that way anyway. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to eat a handful, you got a lot of little bits of foil and the little, you know, the little, uh, whatever you call it, the tail. Right. The kisses thing. You know, signifier. this might, this might interest you in all seriousness. I have a good friend who works for Hershey's. I could send these complaints to him. And uh, see if he can run it up the chain and, and get something to happen. There. Sure. Let's see if we can get large. Okay. Can we get a, a king size kiss? I mean, they I know those. they have they have a giant one, but that's not the right. same thing. I just want like two to three times the volume of chocolate. You can flatten them out if you want to. You could even call it a mini Hershey's bar. Oh wait, if those already fl- exist. That already exists. I was about to say if you flatten out, it it no longer exists. Maybe as you, a kiss. maybe you just make it in the shape of lips, since it's a kiss. I need you to put this in writing and send it to me, and <laughs> I will pass it on to that. Pete, who I'm sure does not listen to the podcast, but I will <laughs> Why expressly I mean, have him. We need some more listeners. Right, I know. I mean, this is exactly how I'm going to get him in. I'm going to say, Pete, hell, we could have him call in next week, maybe. we got some sweet Hershey's convo. Yeah. Anyway, I like I enjoy Hershey's chocolate. I mean, I'm, I like dark chocolate as well. I know they have dark chocolate, but some of the fancier dark chocolates I enjoy, but I am, really? I am a sucker for a Hershey's kiss. Give yeah. me an example, like... Of, an, of, a, of a fancy dark chocolate that you enjoy. Because I hate dark chocolate. But I, I want to um, know how fancy you get. Like Ferrero Rocher, they yeah, make dark yeah. chocolate. That's something else. I don't else think that is, together, is that's a, that's a... I don't know. All the, all the ones you get at like hippie grocery stores that are like oh, okay. 60 to 80% cacao. The 80% is a little intense. But the stuff cacao. that that has... Uh, it's more bitter. But I like the yeah. dark chocolate. They're, um, I can't think of any of the names. A lot of them have like weird tropical rainforest things or something about right. understanding the environment. Um, actually, Trader Joe's has a pretty good like dark chocolate giant bar, and when I say giant, it is giant. Six feet tall. It's like probably I don't know, 16 inches by 6 inches, maybe. And it's thick. Right. It's probably like an inch and an inch thick. Now those right. squares, if you were to make that volume as one of the little squares from that Bar again, it's <laughs> in a Hershey's chocolate. That would be a good size kiss. So think, we have I'd a template. About, if we need to I'd send it to Pete, this is what exactly we're talking about. I, I think if grams. you just double the volume of a single kiss, I think it would be, it would feel a little more satisfying. I don't think you do. I think you said two <laughs> to three times. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hedge and take the over, <laughs> and say you actually mean three to four times the size and net weight of a regular Hershey's kiss. Well, we both know that's if, accurate. I'm just saying, if you, if you typically eat. We'll conservatively say five Hershey's kisses in a sitting. <laughs> conservatively, indeed. Okay. <laughs> that would be like two of the double kisses, ish. Right. So you just ish, it'd be yes. less less. I mean, it might be the same quantity of foil, but it would just be it would feel like you're getting more chocolate per. I can't believe <laughs> you're bitching about funny. the opening process of a Hershey's kiss. I'm not. They slide out of the foil. They literally slide out. They just have all those little bits, and sometimes it tears, and you have the little pieces of foil. They're just like messy, in that way. Their packaging. It tears. What tears? The foil sometimes. Like a little (laughs) corner will tear off, and then you have a little green foil corner just floating around your house somewhere. And my airing of grievances to Hershey's. I never thought minute pieces of foil tearing off. Of a Hershey's Kiss would ever make the top 100 list, but 
This is interesting to know. Okay. You, I mean, you should Plus, consider... it's, fun, it's fun to have those little balls. You can flick them at people. I know you do this. Don't tell me you don't. You can try to shoot them in the trash can from five feet away and, you know, yeah, hope for 100% work, accuracy. Yeah, and I need something to do. Right. So you're saying at home. I'm just joking. Uh, so let's see. Maybe they, can the... have, maybe they can have home and away Hershey's Kisses. All right, whatever. Sure. We'll, we'll, Why not? We'll, we'll dive more into that when we have Pete on next week. All right. So, <laughs> so we got... I forgot what else was on my list. Hershey's oh. Kisses. Uh... We talked about iced cookies. I do enjoy those. Yes. Sugar cookies with some sort of fanciful design and a little icing on top. Now, icing I'm a huge fan of. Everyone knows this. Um, do you like additional toppings as well, whether it's a sprinkle or a candy hot? Red hot, I oh, believe is I what like they call the, them. I like the, uh, yeah, the red hots, the little cinnamon yes. candies. Yes. Um, so la- last I weekend like I got some... Popular these days so no they're not they're not as popular they're harder much. to find too in your local grocer but last last weekend i got some uh gingerbread dough and then as you know i was i was out i was traveling for work most of this week so it didn't make them yet but possibly tonight and definitely tomorrow i'm gonna make the <laughs> gingerbread men and put the little uh the red hots as like you know buttons down the down the gingerbread man's chest i don't know that's pretty perverse and i stop and think about it why are there buttons on a gingerbread man? Um, but that's, that's his, uh, I'm that's very his, much looking uh, forward to that. Union Jack suit. Union Jack suit? Is that what yeah, it's you called? Know, the, the long johns with the little butt flap, that's a Union Jack. Okay. Suit. Why are gingerbread men wa- wearing these things? I don't know. I'm just assuming they're wearing... The, <laughs> the, the, the little red hots represent buttons. Right. So PJs. Just a quick aside on the gingerbread man. <laughs> it's shocking. I'm going to jump off topic for a second. Um... Uh, my younger daughter was watching, I guess, a YouTube video or something of the gingerbread man story. And <clears throat> sure. you may not recall all of it, but in general, he's like... Uh, I may not recall any of it, but go someone, ahead. It's basically, here's basic premise. Someone, There's an older couple who are hungry or something. One of them works in the yard um, based on the sort of patriarchal story structure. It's the man who works in the yard and the wife is like, I don't have anything to do, so I'm going to bake something. And she makes a gingerbread man f- for them to eat as a meal. And I was like, what the fuck kind of meal is that? But whatever. So I was like, I can live in this society, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just eat cookies <laughs> for dinner. Um, and I mean, the, I'm, in, the, I'm uh, in too, 100%. But yeah. The gingerbread man comes to life and jumps out of the oven and runs away and says his phrase, run, run, as fast as you can, can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread, I'm the gingerbread man. man. So he yeah. goes through a series of things that are like, oh, I'm going to eat this thing, and he's always running away, speeding away from them. He's kind of a dick in the story. Yeah, <laughs> like, he sounds like, like a bit of a They fella, had a voiceover, and he's like, ha, 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 you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. I'm like, man, I would want to eat your dumb ass too because you are really annoying. So the story, he basically, he outruns all these different animals, cows and horses and people and stuff, and oh. the old couple is still Stands following to reason. him. And then he comes yeah. to, he's getting tired, so he comes to a river, and he wants to get across, but he has no way to do so, and a fox, a sly fox, offers to take him across, and the gingerbread man says to him, what are you going to get out of it? And he says, uh, I'll tell you on the other side. So apparently the gingerbread man, not the smartest guy in the yeah, world. Yeah, is a dumbass, and says, <laughs> okay, sounds so like a he, plan. He goes Good through, thing I'm not edible. He yes. goes he, he goes through, he starts on his back, gets to his head, and then ends up on his snout, and then the fox just sort of tips him up and eats him. Um, but it's a very weird story. 
By the way, also a terrifying ending to a children's <laughs> yeah. tale. They're like, they learn to love the character, even though he's a bit of an ass, and then he I gets eaten that. by I, a fox. I, I was trying to figure out, like, what is the moral of the story? Like, don't be a dick to people, because you'll get eaten when you try to cross a river? I don't know. I guess. <clears throat> don't be a delectable pastry who's comes to life. I don't know. Don't, don't be know made for someone's dinner. Come to life, run away from them, and then expect to get and, across the river for free. Yeah. And moral know that story, foxes kids. are cunning. Yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah, it was a really Very strange, bizarre. like, listening to it, because I think we were driving somewhere, and she was watching it in the back of my car, and I was like, it's a really weird story. Yeah. So, anyway, but I do like gingerbread. <laughs> <laughs> that being said. <laughs> and I, I appreciate a good red hot button up yes. the front of them. Love the red hot buttons. So I'll put Love gingerbread PJs, man on too. my left list. <clears throat> What's, say that again. I said I will put gingerbread men or gingerbread oh, okay. things as well. Gotcha. They, they'll be in the iced cookie family, but okay. And aside, That's separate. And the separate only, but equal. The only other one I had really were candy canes, just because I, I think we talked about this too. Candy cane yeah. infinitely better than a starlight mint for some reason. And and candy cane falling into that same category as candy corn coincidence because the names are so similar as being a candy that is related to and almost a representative of a particular holiday sure and with easter you have the candy walker the candy walker yeah you got a cane then you go oh yes sorry (sighs) (laughs) uh there was a there's something Never funny. Good. <laughs> There's something I was going to tell you. I can't remember what it was now. It just oh. slipped my mind. I'm trying to think so if let there's me, any me... other pepper, and not peppermint, but any other sort of Christmas treats that I enjoy. I mean, I'm sure there right. are, but I feel like I mostly mean... they're like cookies. Oh, we had our we had our company Christmas party today, and they had some I, I, like I a... saw them. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we went axe throwing on the gram. Yes, they, you were uh, axe throwing. Which they had uh, fair enough. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I was terrible at it. They, uh, my accuracy was good, but for some reason my rotation wasn't right, so it, the blade wasn't hitting the target where it needed to in the rotation of the axe. Uh, and so it wasn't either, sticking in the in the target. Yeah, I either needed to like take a step back or throw it, like have it spin more rapidly or slow more slowly. I don't know. It it there were a lot of us there, so I didn't have enough like. Like I needed more practice time to sort of get it down, figure it right. out, and then repeat it, which didn't sure. happen because I only threw it I don't know twenty times or something. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, oh, we had uh, you may have had these before, little like chocolate balls dipped in white chocolate with with peppermint on them, which I don't remember what they were called, but they were quite tasty. I know what you're talking about. Um... It's been a while, but yes. I it was almost like before. a chocolate donut on the inside, like that sort of consistency, yep. a chocolate cake donut. That wasn't what it is, I don't think. It might have been more uh, more gooey than that, but that's sort of what it reminded right. me of. Right. Yeah, we call... I can't remember what they're called, but the only time I've ever had them, and I had them multiple times, was in my prior job when I lived in South Carolina for... 12 years or whatever that job. I think job. they're called like snowballs or something, but it's, I don't. It's something like that. I think we actually called them chocolate balls just because it was funny. Chocolate um, balls. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the person who hosted the Christmas party, who was kind of the, the SVP of our department, um, he would, or his wife rather, I believe, would make 
would make those every year and they were delicious and it was the only time I'd ever had them but it was like that was as it should be that was something that I looked forward to every week in addition to the that little party was always fun but um but yeah those are those are tasty I like the consistency you're right it's like a, it's like a cake donut essentially oh but uh, I forgot one more thing that I would add to my list uh peppermint okay. bark Interesting. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I wouldn't think, well, you do love peppermint, and obviously you love chocolate, and you love candy, so... Yeah, so basically everything on my list is some sort of chocolate-slash-peppermint concoction. Other than the sugar cookies. I like the sugar cookies, too. You didn't really branch out much, (laughs) save for the sugar cookies. You're right about that. Um, I do love peppermint bark. there? I don't know. Oh, gingerbread. Peppermint bark. Yeah, gingerbread. Peppermint bark (laughs) is another very seasonal candy, though. Very seasonal. Um... I don't know. I, I I don't want to say it's not sold in the middle of the summer, but I'm definitely not looking for it or even thinking think about so. it in the middle of the summer. I, I mean, I, you might be able to get it like on Amazon or something, but I think in general, I mean, let's be honest. Can only buy yeah, it you can seasonally. get anything. You can get yeah. anything year round if you really want to. You can go straight to the manufacturer and get Conversation Hearts in July. I may or may not have done this before. I don't know. Um, can you? So, yeah, you can. You have to go right to Branches. Branches. The candy's choice for humans. Um, so, yeah. Wait, you buy them straight so, yeah. from the manufacturer? You have to buy them in pretty large, <laughs> pretty large quantities. <laughs> like a box of 12 bags. <laughs> but yes, Jesus. you can do that. You can get two pounds of conversation hearts right now on Amazon. Yeah. That, two pounds uh, sounds like a lot. That is a lot. And what I was saying, obviously, was before the days of Amazon. Nothing. <clears throat> so I'm sure you can get anything on Amazon nowadays year-round yeah. if you want without much of an issue. Um, okay. So that's pretty much your list then, eh? Eh? Yeah. From the can that came out in me. That's about all I had. That's oh, you can get a normal size bag. Ooh. Yikes. Oh, boy. A one-pound bag of Conversation Arts is 11 bucks. So yeah, yeah, I think if you wait until wait two months, that's you can how they get, get those you. for a, a tenth of the cost. Yeah, you can wait six weeks and get it for <laughs> a fraction, or you can wait six weeks in one day and get it for like a dollar fifty when they're on sale. Yeah, on the 15th you get it for like twenty five cents on the fifteenth of February. I remember one year. This was probably ten, twelve years ago. This is a while back. I actually went drugstore hopping on the fifteenth after work, and I went to like four different <laughs> drugstores. Just to clean them out of all the conversation hearts. What a it's conversation. so inexpensive. You kind of have to. What a conversation indeed. Ironic that a, a podcaster is out getting conversation hearts. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh, top boy. Top of the hour. Oh. Uh, um, what, what, how, much, so how, many, how many pounds of conversation hearts did you reap on that February 15th? Do you remember? I mean, I, like how many I feel bags? like the worst. Yeah, I feel like the worst I ever 25? did. Worst meaning meaning best was no it wasn't that but definitely in the double digits 12 maybe 15 bags just because even i a lover of conversation hearts i have a limit and it's just so how long did you stretch the consumption out until the following year or i don't know like six days (laughs) no i'm just kidding no i mean it no it it, those probably that probably lasted me a couple of days a couple of days I'm sorry, a couple of a couple of months. I did say days, <laughs> a couple of months. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, a, so it wasn't a bag every terrible. two weeks. Yeah, so I mean, definitely a reasonable amount. Unless I was just feeling particularly peckish, in which case I just eat an entire bag. 
because some of those bags are small. You know, you can really. And when you're sure. talking about the uh-huh. large conversation hearts, the gross they, or easily. not the gross. Yeah, they don't. And but the actual number seems a lot less. So you can eat a full bag and not feel as guilty. If you know what I'm saying. Clearly not that either one of us feels guilty eating anything <laughs> that at this point in our lives, neither one of us should be eating, but uh, it's never why, stopped why, us in the past. Why should I not be eating that? I'm bringing joy to myself and others around me. Okay, I'm not denying that. That is a fact. So However, why should I be eating that? I mean, other than... Lack of pancreas obvious. function. I'm going to start with that <laughs> one. Risks. Um. <laughs> oh, speaking of lack of pancreas function, so... Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Staying on topic. Yeah. I was driving to work today. It my morning commute is somewhere between like thirty to forty five minutes. And okay. I was a good I don't know, ten minutes away from work and I realized that my pump was out of insulin. So I had to drive all the way back home. So all the way back home. Good twenty five minutes back to my house and then another thirty five minutes back to work. I was so close. I was like, God damn it. That is the worst. Very a very productive day on the day that your holiday party was. Yeah. Well, the Rolling holiday an hour party late. started. I was, yeah, basically. But sadly, yeah. I, or conveniently, I got there about the same time as half of the people on my team, so it wasn't a major. Oh, millennials. Um, that, that's, yeah. that's the one thing I noticed in your, your, your Instagram post of your holiday party. And you'd mentioned it, I think, a couple weeks ago when we talked about your axe-throwing party. A lot of young people. And uh, at least in your department, I suppose. I don't know about the company as a whole, but a bunch of hipster-looking people. Yes and yes. So, yeah. Not there's anything wrong with that. I'm just stating a fact. Sure. Um, anyway, getting back to my list. Oh, yeah. Since you've Tell dominated me. the conversation. Well, you asked me. You I did. You weren't I know. throwing anything in. Give me, give me your I, list. No, I was. There's quite a bit of overlap. Not surprising. Well, maybe surprisingly. Well, we For, sort of talked about there's... A limited number of flavors that go along with the holiday Agreed. season. So. Agreed. So, first of all, obviously the JoJo's. Um, just, just wanted to give them an extra plug. Yeah, um, second of all, them. the hugs. And if you don't, we already talked crazy. about the hugs. Wait, you like Third, the hugs? I do like the hugs. Yes. I just I first I'm not had a big them. Fan of white chocolate. If you eat like white chocolate is a thing where you eat like two bites, it's fine. If you eat like four bites, you just want to vomit. Yeah. It's real easy to go over the the limit with the white chocolate, I think. It is. I don't know if you've ever had this. I feel like you might make an exception here. But Hershey's has a cookies and cream bar. I've had that. It's not bad. It's available at all times. I, I find it delectable. That's not part of my list. I just wanted to sidebar there. Um, in but addition, you, since we're talking about Hershey's so products. Wait, are you a big fan of Oreos then? We might have talked about this before. I can't remember. I'm not. I'm really not. It's fun. There's a, a, a fellow I used I to work with him, but who was a big Oreo fan, mostly because of the novelty flavors. <laughs> like, you know, they come out with lots of different, like... Yeah, like lemon and And they've mint mixed up and, the cookie yeah. part of it, too. But I was... Not to him, but I was, ta- I was talking to people at work, I think, and I was saying... Or maybe it was you. Who was I talking to? I was saying was that Oreos me. are a garbage cookie. Oh. I don't think that was me. I can't remember who... Yeah, I... Was, I, I because they're like I, the the inside's the best part. I'm like, yeah, the cookie sucks. Was this not right. you? Maybe that was me. On the podcast. Anyway, uh, it wasn't a full topic, so I, I've lost track. But um, <laughs> yeah, they have, and they've got for, for They've gotten a little out of control with with the variants of flavoring. <laughs> Obviously, changing the 
the filling is one thing and that I fundamentally disagree with because that is obviously the best part. Sure. But now they've come out with like the golden shower one or not golden shower, <laughs> the golden <laughs> vanilla ones, um, which like it's not even a it's not even a chocolate shower outside cookie. Goodness. They should call them. They probably have better sales. They call them the, the golden official. shower. Oreos. It's the MAGA Just cookie. curiosity, if nothing else. What does this taste? Oh, it's got a little piss taste in it. What do you know? Um, but no, the golden vanilla Trump's ones. Trump's favorite it's like, cookie is the golden shower cookie. There you go. Um, I'm Carry sorry. on. I'm in a closet talking about golden shower. What does that sound like? Anyway. Um, being in the closet. So the... Um, no idea what you're talking but the, about. What's the guy? The R&B singer... Oh. You know what I'm talking about? R. Kelly. R. Kelly, yeah. The one who uses women as sex slaves. Yes, that's the one. Happy holidays, everyone. In any event... Trapped in the I think closet, though, I will say. I've listened to trapped in the closet, many, yeah. many, 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 many times. Oh, it's it, entertaining. Dear God, it is entertaining. It's it's good for a laugh. Um, but I think they've gone overboard. It's like, it's, it's no longer an Oreo if it's a, a vanilla cookie and... You know, uh, a lemon frosting. Like it's not. Yeah, it's we're a totally getting all hydrox up point. in this thing. Exactly, hydrox. I was actually trying to think of that term earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly what it is. They're getting a little too creative. So I mean, you know, do what you want, Mister Oreo, but or Mister Nabisco. But I'm not a fan. So anyway, um, so yeah, in terms of the cookies for me, I, I, I coupled together gingerbread and any sugar cookie with icing. We actually had. Our office building had a bit of a company party. This was last week at some point, and um, they had Wait, huge your trays. Office building had a coffee, a company just party. Just much in the same way that we, I, I talked over at Halloween about how they had the gigantic cauldrons of candy in the base <laughs> in the lobby. They did the same thing this time, but with, with like they had cookies and brownies, and they had a chocolate fountain and all this other. Like there's a lot of fancy looking stuff. But I just went to the multi-tiered sugar cookie tray. Sorry, I'm laughing tray. because we were talking about golden shower cookies and now we have a chocolate fountain. <laughs> yes, indeed we do. <laughs> indeed we do. And two people cooking pots full of candy. But anyway, um, but I just went straight to the sugar cookies that were, you know, like clearly professionally made, like stockings and wreaths and whatever. I was like, the more food coloring that I see, the better. That's the kind of sugar cookie I want. So, and they were but, delicious shortbread cookies with with icing on top. With the icing, like sometimes the icing is like hard, like crispy almost. Yes. Yep. Are you a fan of that, or do you, I like the softer? Icing, I like. If you I will. prefer the softer icing. I prefer <clears throat> the softer all the way through. The softer shortbread Same. and Same. the soft icing. But if it's the flip, and it's a harder shortbread and hard icing, or some combination of any of those, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I don't care. And throw some sprinkles. You'll take whatever. Some... Your top, I'll, I'll your take top whatever you're offering. Soft, soft. But if it's a soft hard or hard hard, you'll also take. That. Yeah. Can we name all this combinations? Are Scott in play. will take the hard hard. Hang on, we have another name of the, for, the, for this week's episode. I'll take the hard hard. I'll, I'll listen to that later and figure it out. Um, so, in any event, yes, I'm, I'm. I am an equal opportunity consumer. Of all sugar cookies, particularly the shortbreads with the icing, um, there. the 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 I believe fifth, if I'm counting correctly in my head, and and the newest edition of the list, which I am adding as of ten days ago, was the first time I had it, um, and it's replacing the Reese's Christmas tree. Have you seen those? Or it's basically a Reese's yeah. peanut butter cup, but it's in the shape of a Christmas tree. I mean, tree. I don't know if I've seen them, but I get what it is. Okay, so that that 
would have made my list. <clears throat> but Jamie accidentally got Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. She thought she was just getting regular small Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. But she got the ones that have the Reese's Pieces inside. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're a fan of those? That's good stuff. <laughs> I'm all in on those. So, so you um, like the bits? I do. I like the bits. It gives it a little crunch. It's a little surprise. The uh, The most interesting part to me is it's something mm-hmm. that is obviously mass-produced. Every little Reese's Peanut Butter Cup with the Reese's Pieces inside has a different amount of Reese's Pieces. Like Some of them surprising. are full. Some of them are chopped in half. Oh, so it's so, a little bit of a game of chance to see yeah. if you get it super crunchy or just a little crunch. Exactly. I mean, I like them both equally. You know, I'm not... A, I'm not against either, but you just but don't you, know what you're going to get. Until but you, you prefer the more it. crunch or prefer the less crunch? I think I prefer the more crunch, which is interesting because I'm, I'm not a crunchy peanut butter guy. <clears throat> Sounds like you I'm are. A, I'm a silky smooth peanut butter guy when I'm making sandwiches. Sure. When I'm biting into a chocolatey treat around the holidays, give me some crunch. Give me some surprise. So if you're a peanut butter sandwich, PB&J, or just PB and P, right. PB and B, um, were made of chocolate bread you might prefer crunchy peanut butter. Sounds like. That's the most asinine <laughs> thing you've presented there, but... <laughs> if you got Oreo cookie bread that were made of chocolate and didn't taste like garbage and put right. peanut butter as the sandwich, you might like crunchy peanut butter in it. Sure. Why not? I'll as buy long as, in. As, as long as the crunch were was candy-coated chocolate pieces. Of course. Wait, are Reese's Pieces... Are they just a chocolate candy outer and then peanut butter on the inside? That's I can't correct. Remember. I don't need a lot of Reese's Pieces. That's Actually, correct. no, that's incorrect. There is... There, <clears throat> is there no chocolate is in those? There is no chocolate in Reese's Pieces. Just it's candy a candy shell butter. and peanut butter. Yeah. Because for many years, I was like, I just assumed there was chocolate somehow in there. But someone corrected me and said, nay, nay. There is no chocolate in the Reese's Pieces. And I was like, E.T., you bastard. You fooled so me. So how are they... How are they pieces of Reese's if there's no chocolate? I got I got a beef with their naming convention. <laughs> <clears throat> so they are different than peanut butter-filled M&M's, which do have yes. chocolate... Do they have chocolate in them? Maybe not. I don't know. Peanut butter-filled M&M's. I mean, M&M's generally are made of chocolate with a candy coating, so maybe they... You just know hollow what? it out I... and put a peanut butter on the inside. Man. They must. There must be a difference. I mean, I don't know why there has to be, but it seems like there would Things be. Things that keep you up at night, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. The Let's get our researcher. Know. How many licks to get to the center of a Reese's? Reese's is, Reese's is a Mars product, correct? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Reese's is a Hershey's product. Is it? Yeah, 100%. Okay. We Add that it. to the list of things I'll ask Pete. No, at and, Hershey uh, Park, they definitely have Reese's there. Oh, okay. Well, then. Along with Jolly Ranchers. And, uh. I don't remember. Other stuff. <clears throat> Sounds fun. There's another major um, candy, but I can't think of what it was. It doesn't matter. Okay. Alright. Thus concludes our treat, top five Christmas cookies talk. and treats conversation. The TT, treat Talk. TT 2018. Yeah. Treat Talk. Well, hang on. <laughs> I feel like we have treat talk about every third or fourth episode to some degree. Well, we get off on a tangent. We spend 25 minutes talking about something edible. 
I mean, we don't have that many more episodes in 2018, so that might conclude TT 2018, unless we do a deep dive on treats again next week. Which is possible. I mean, next week yeah, is not, the Christmas spectacular. Not out of the question. Yeah, so you never know. Um, so I want to move to um, the Christmas movie debates. I think we might save the first one for next week. Since okay. I decided on the fly that next week is the Christmas spectacular. Yeah. And this one's... I was, so I, I feel like we, if we start on the first one, this is going to be a 95-minute episode again, which last week's was. No, we're, just... we're only 40 minutes in. we got plenty of time. I know, but I I, I feel like... This, I mean, I, I'm sure we can stretch we'll the movie out for... Oh, yeah. we definitely could. We definitely could. Anyway. No I'm going to let you lead the movie conversation because I have made a Absolutely. List, list of my own. Happy to do it. Um, so I'll just disagree I, with I think, you. That's fine. Nothing new there. I think a lot of people understand that or have heard this ongoing movie debate or uh, this ongoing conversation about Christmas movies. What is a Christmas movie? There are the things that are, in my opinion, very obvious. Something like Elf. Elf, funny movie, Will Ferrell, clearly a Christmas movie. Santa Claus is prominently featured. Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf is prominently featured. It happens around Christmas time. It ends on Christmas Day. I mean, the, the or Christmas Eve, the main um, scene there. Movies like that. Movies like The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. I mean, it's in the title. Sure. That also is a Christmas movie. But then you have other movies that are on the fringe, such as the ongoing debate of Die Hard. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Now, Die Hard, in my opinion, is one of the top five movies of all time. It's a fantastic action flick, Not but it takes place, the setting is a holiday party, a Christmas party, on Christmas Eve, which, by the way, I don't think ever happens anymore. I thought they kind of missed the boat on that one, but... Um, oh, it was and, 20 years ago, almost 30 it, yeah, it years came ago. Yeah, it came out, no, it was 1988, it was 30 years ago. Um, okay, 30... Jesus Christ, that movie's 30 years old? I, and still holds up. That's the best part about it. Um, Some parts are a little stale, but I yes, I don't disagree. Amazing action without CGI? Come on. Or with very little CGI. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, any sidebar. CGI, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, okay, fair enough. Sidebar, for those of you who don't know, Nakatomi Plaza is actually the Fox Tower in Century City in Los Angeles. That's where I worked for several months, so... At one time, at one point in time, I worked in Nocturne Plaza. Now, I was Before not on the top floor. Which, what's that? Before you were fired? It was a temporary job. I was let go. Yes, <laughs> I was. Um, <clears throat> in any event, that was many years ago. I've moved, I've moved on. I wish you would, too. <laughs> I wish you would, too. Um, in any event, so, but there's, there's also, there's the scene where he kills the one German terrorist, it puts ho 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 in a sweatshirt. I believe puts a Santa hat on top of him. Um, the the yeah, the climactic scene. That. Spoiler alert: the climactic scene. The climactic scene where he. Climactic scene. I don't know why I said like that. The climactic scene. <laughs> Hola, qué pasa? Where he puts he tapes the gun to his back. He tapes it to his back with tape that was used to wrap presents, or at least that's the implication. Um, oh, I didn't so think that. There, I thought it was duct tape. No. So there are many. References not, wait, rather. Wait, wait, wait. It doesn't tape. It's like a heavier tape, though. It's not like. It's a heavier tape. It's not scotch tape, but <laughs> yeah, it's a heavier you tape. tape a, a Glock to his back with <laughs> smudge free, crystal clear scotch gift wrap no. tape. Anyway. <clears throat> Sorry. Continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. So, 
and, and obviously, again, at, at the end, you know, he's he, he's walking out with his wife, and they're they're playing the holiday music. Like, there's just a lot of there's a lot of references and a lot of clear indication that it's happening around Christmas time. And the question is, and the debate, short as it may be, is does that make Die Hard a Christmas movie? You're saying no. No, it's not a Christmas movie. I mean, in my mind, it doesn't count as a Christmas movie. Why not? Because it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. Like, I don't... When I think of Die Hard, I don't think of the Christmas part of it. Okay. I think of Yippee-ki-yay. I think of glass... Walking over glass in bare feet. Shoot the glass! Yeah. Uh, I think of... Yeah, what's his name that just died? The main bad guy. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. What's his, yeah. what was his name? I can't remember the Alan Rickman. Name. Yes, Alan Rickman, who died, just died in the last few years. Probably like five Hopefully years you ago. also think of, by the way, hopefully you also think of Ellis, who is arguably the best character in that movie. Hans, Booby, I'm your white knight. <laughs> that guy's terrible. Yeah, I you want John McClane? I can give him to you. <laughs> like, he has three or four of the greatest lines in that movie because he's just such a pompous ass and he gets a bullet through his head. So I like, uh, um, the other guy I like in that movie is the hacker dude. He's yeah. Just like oh out. boy. Yeah. Oh, he's like also, all excited. And, and the yeah. limo driver. He's awesome. Yeah. And obviously the cop from Family Matters or whatever. Anyway, I've mentioned you, all you these characters. You want to just list every member? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and his wife, all these guys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't think of it as happening during Christmas time. I know there are little bits in there, but the majority of the movie doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. It, I don't know. To me, it's not a Christmas movie. Okay. By the way, just to verify, for one of the few times I actually looked up something while you were talking, and it is, in fact, tape that says Season's Greetings on it, so it is like Christmas tape that you would wrap, oh, really? wrap gifts with. Yeah. Look it up. I don't remember. Actually, I don't look you. it up. I don't, I don't remember okay. that at all. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, okay, so we obviously disagree. I think it is a Christmas movie. Mostly just because I love Die Hard and I want to I yeah, combine I mean, it in with a, that's a something that people movie, like. That's probably the best Christmas movie. So, let me ask you this. Say it again. Is there such a thing as a Thanksgiving movie? And what I mean is not a movie that takes place around Thanksgiving, but a movie that you watch at Thanksgiving to catapult you into the Christmas season. Well, didn't TBS do that thing where they played uh, a what is that a Christmas story? What's the name Christmas that movie? story? <clears throat> where they played a Christmas story for like twenty four hours t- on the day after Thanksgiving or something? I believe they do that. I know they do that on Christmas Day. Maybe that's what it is. I, don't, I thought it was I don't know like, if they did it the day after Thanksgiving. They might do. I mean, I think a lot of people watch a one It's a Wonderful Life, but I don't know if that's like a Thanksgiving thing. Okay. So maybe not. I I was only positing I, that I, because I can't think of one, but I don't I like I don't really have a ton of Christmas movies Christmas favorites. Movies. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, so we, we know that we stand on opposite sides of the tracks with Die Hard. What about I, I, Home Alone? Yeah, that is a Christmas movie to me. But the whole premise is No, it isn't. It's Christmas. about... No, it's not, though. Yeah, It's about a kid on... being left home. Yeah, while they're going on Christmas vacation. 
There's okay, Christmas Die Hard takes place during a Christmas party on Christmas Eve. He doesn't Same impale one of the dudes with a Christmas tree or anything, though. So you're saying... He didn't do that in Die Hard either. So you're saying because no, there's violence, Die Hard about. is not a Christmas movie? No, no, I'm saying the the main thrust of it is all about the uh, the, action. the terrorists or the thieves. Okay, like, but the main thrust the is Kevin McAllister living alone as an eight-year-old boy. I, to me, it has more of a Christmas overtone. I'm looking at the poster, and he's standing in front of a Christmas tree doing the ah thing, slapping his face right. with right. Uh, the two fellows in the background. The Die Hard poster has no Christmas element in it. No, I believe there are several Die Hard posters, but I believe one is just the top of Nakatomi Plaza exploding yeah, with a helicopter. The one I'm looking at has the helicopter and then half of Bruce Willis's face on the side of it. Right. By the way, <clears throat> I, I feel remiss if we didn't mention easily the best line in Die Hard, which led to one of our early construction projects as young people, which is construction send projects. in send in <laughs> send in the car. What's yeah. that? Send in the car. And led to us, it's, it's a line where they send in, the police are sending, or the FBI is sending in this, like, tank type thing, which the yeah, terrorists in Oxford Plaza immediately destroy um, before it gets launcher. anywhere. <laughs> the rocket launcher. Which also leads to one of the better lines from the that black guy who's breaking open the code on the uh, on the vault. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he gets very excited when they shoot the, uh, the car. But anyway, oh, yeah. um, I don't remember that. Part. I don't remember what he yeah. said, but I don't remember the line either. But he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" It gets very excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, that led to us creating out of a large box of some sort a car. I think it was a refrigerator box. It was something around that size. I don't think it was, I was going to say that, but I don't think it was quite that large. But anyway, which we slid down the stairs when we lived in Arkansas, which was probably extremely dangerous. We should not have ever done that, but. Um, Oh, it was yeah, a fun definitely. little town, a fun construction yeah, project, as I call it, and you disagreed for some reason. Well, we didn't build anything; we just wrote on the side of the box and then rode down the stairs in it. Yeah, but we wrote a car like C Q A A A R or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it was we very... tried to spell it with like a Chicago accent or something. I don't remember yeah. why the guy. Ah, the comedy Chicago of our accent. youth. Yeah, he probably that was. car. I feel like we spray painted it on the side somehow. I don't think so. I think we just wrote over the Sharpie. The, yeah, that was a line that Agent Johnson delivered. <clears throat> One of the two Agent Johnsons from Die Hard. Anyway, I could go on for days, like I said, but I digress. <laughs> um, okay, so so let's let's go to kind of the other subtopic here of Christmas movies. We talked about Die Hard. We talked about Home Alone. I mentioned Elf. What? And you mentioned America on Thirty uh, Fourth Street. What oh, then? No, is, I said Wonderful Life. I think didn't I? It's a Wonderful Life. Maybe both. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What I'm then, sure in your opinion... Classics. They are. I mean, they are. I agree. But what then is the perennial, quintessential Christmas movie? What's the best one? Oops, sorry. Uh, I bumped my microphone. Um, I, I saw. <laughs> I don't know. That's... I don't. I don't know if there is one. I mean, I, the ones we've mentioned so far, I feel like are the the, the best ones in my book. The most not, noteworthy. Yeah. Not Die Hard. I mean, Die Hard is a great movie, but I, again, I don't think of it as a Christmas. What about movie. like um? Um, there's like a, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, yeah. Home Alone, Elf, It's a Wonderful Life. I I don't know if I ever watched all the way through a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, to be honest with you. Probably and not. a Christmas Story. I like all those. Okay. 
I never watched. You don't the have Santa one that Claus. clearly leads no, the pack for you. Not really. I mean, honestly, the Charlie Brown Christmas special probably was like more influential to my life. I guess okay. of those, Christmas Vacation probably the the one that stands out most to me. But that's might be just a generational thing. Yeah, you're definitely non-committal at this point. What's what's your what's your top? I mean, I think I personally think the top one is is Home Alone. Like when I watch Home Alone, I'm only so watching that during Home Christmas Alone time. Christmas movie. I do. Yeah. Right. I was only I, counterpointing okay yours when you were saying that Die Hard wasn't and Home Alone was. I was like, well, it's the same shit. It's just a setting and a, a time setting that makes you feel more like it's a Christmas movie. And at the end, <laughs> home, the parents home alone come is home. Die Hard for a, a ten-year-old. What's that? Kevin. Yeah. Um. Yes. That, excellent. Excellent work. Um. You know, and that obviously takes place on Christmas morning, so it's a Christmas miracle. Uh. But uh, no, I mean, if if we're gonna lump all of them in there, I think Die Hard is a superior movie. But as a Christmas movie, sure, I think Home Alone sure. takes the cake. Sure. So. All right, I'm on. Yeah. I'm I'm down with that. Okay. So you, didn't th- you don't think we missed anything? I I see that you're clearly cheating and looking on the internet. I'm so looking on the internet. I'm trying to see if no I mean, most, the the inter- like Google has the Nightmare Before Christmas, and I'm like, that's not a fucking Christmas right. movie. Sorry. Not at all. Doesn't have anything to do with. Christmas Other than having the word mind. Christmas in the title. Um, right. I don't even think it came out at Christmas time. I feel like it came out. Halloween, as it should. Right. It's a little creepy. Actually, I'm sure it has something to do with Christmas. I don't remember the plot of that movie. No. Again, that movie's nearly as old as Jesus. As old as Die Hard. It's as old as Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Nearly as old as Jesus, yes. Wow. It's quite the statement you're making here today. Yep. AD. AD. Die Hard. That's right. Um, ADH. (laughs) ADH. I think that has a different meaning. So no other notable movies on there that you think we missed? Uh, I mean, they have the Rudolph sort of like, uh, not claymation, but whatever that... Oh, the stop-motion stop, animation stop-motion thing? Stop-motion thing. I don't even consider those movies. Uh, those are, are a, specials. A, yeah, that's the CBS special thing. Which, by the way, that was going to be on the topic list for next week, so let's let's stop right there. Okay. We'll talk about that during the Christmas Spectacular. They also have Figure Frosty which... the Snowman, which I also consider a special. But... 100%. Yeah, that's we'll, like 22 we'll stay, minutes. We'll stay out of the cartoons. A... Okay. And animated we'll save that for next time. things. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't see anything okay. else that is a Christmas movie to me that has any relevance to me. Gotcha. By the way, we'd love to hear your opinions on this ever-debatable topic. What's is that Dyer email address? And everything else. Co-host. That email address is thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. That's thebropodnetwork. Oh, should we jump into a, a quick... Uh, listener email. Yes. So one of our loyal <laughs> listeners, uh, we discussed last week. I think it was last week, maybe two weeks ago. It doesn't matter. Um, I mentioned there was a Google program that was very similar to Slack. Yes. And uh, SOL wrote in and said it was called Google Wave, which I looked oh. it up. And indeed, it was called Google Wave, but similar in that you had threaded conversations. You could upload things to those conversations. They were sort of archived. You could go back and read them. Right. Um, I, as far as I remember, Google Wave was just sort of abandoned. I think it was like maybe five years too early. But right. from again, from my remember 
remembrance of it, it was basically the exact same thing as Slack, or nearly the same thing, if you've right. ever used Slack. I use it at work every day. There you go. I like the program. I'm a fan. Do you guys have it at your employer? We do. I don't use it at work. I'm on an illustration group that uses it. Gotcha. But A nerd forum? Yeah, okay. basically. There's, there's only like six of us on there, so it's not like a oh. huge thing. I mean, we have a I bunch see. of channels, but just for different things to talk about. I mean, half of it's about illustration. The other half is just about whatever All right. nonsense. SOL coming through. I like how you, you named it as one of our... No, the... <laughs> Uh, the avid listener, I mean, avid listener a, and emailer. Yeah, we, and he's emailer. our most uh, avid communicator. Yeah, there you go. Keep it coming, SOL. <laughs> I love it. The interaction's beautiful. It starts yeah. with one, my friends, and then it builds. <laughs> so anyway, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or requests, let us know. Hit us up. I'm going to set the WSBF phone number there. Just I mean, that, yeah, read out um. the call letters. That, uh, yeah, that email came in yesterday. So lucky break for us that we recorded Perfect later timing. in the week. Yes, very late in the week. This is Friday night. I know no one knows exactly when we record these things, but this is definitely the latest. We generally record on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and we've pushed yes. this one all the way to primetime Friday night. Had some interruptions this week due to things out of our control. So, um so I, I did want to – I had a few kind of one-off quick ones here. Bring it. Uh, topics to talk about. One was a commercial I saw earlier today, which tis the season for these type of commercials. So there are two types of products that are sold very heavily or at least marketed very heavily during the holiday seasons. Hmm, what season, are those and that is, products? Would you care to guess? Well, based on the topic list, I think I can guess one of them. <laughs> you got a freebie. Okay. So cars is obviously one of them. Automobiles. What do you think the other one is? Uh, diamonds. Yes. Jewelry. That's correct. So I was watching something earlier, and there was a Jaguar commercial. Jaguar. And I feel like I've seen this sort of premise before, um, but this is just the most recent iteration where the husband wakes up his wife Christmas morning. She comes down the stairs and he's like you know there's nothing under the tree or whatever and he's like no look outside and she looks outside and there's a $78,000 <laughs> Jaguar SUV with a big red bow on it and she walks out in the winter wonderland of course in her slippers and sheer gown hops in the driver's seat starts the car and sees that there are 981 miles on this car and she looks at him like what are you t- wait a minute this is a new car and the reason I wanted to bring this up is, <laughs> he's like, fuck Bitch, I'm you! Not buy a brand new car. You just got an eighty thousand dollar car, <laughs> and you're pissed off that your husband test drove it. How do you think it got home? Was he not to drive it at all? It Was a big truck supposed to dump it off? I mean, it doesn't. It's not nine hundred miles home, though. Presumably, of course but, not. And then, yeah, well, I mean... she looks at him, and he he thinks back to you know he was tooling around these back roads and testing it out and going 100 miles an hour or whatever, which is what any man should do if he dropped 80 grand on a Jaguar SUV for his wife. I mean, I would say Come man, on. man or woman. Anybody who's Yeah, I don't care who coin, it is. Coin gets at least I would ex- free If someone was buying me that sort of a gift, I would expect them, and I would not care. I'd be more excited to have the gift than pissed off that the person gave it a little spin. Well, spoiler, go ahead, honey. Spoiler alert: I was going to buy you a car this year, but 
I had already put a thousand miles on the new Jaguar. Oh, so that's <laughs> a shame. The bow will not be attached because I didn't want to ruin it for you. That is a shame. Dri- oh, driving from Maryland me. to Colorado put on too many miles. That'd be a lot of miles. That would be a lot of miles. Yeah, be over the no 981 probably. Uh, yeah, probably closer to two grand at least. Um, yeah, that's pretty anyway, good. Anyway, it just annoyed the. <laughs> I it really annoyed the piss. I sort of remember, like a few years ago. This is probably like many years ago, but I think I remember Lexus, a, le- a local Lexus dealership. This must have been in Oregon, offering to give you one of those giant bows to put on a car if you bought it. Really? During the holiday season, I was like, you know, again, like forty to fifty thousand dollar car plus. You're like, yeah, the least you can do is give me a bow to put on well, I... a ridiculously yeah, I... large bow to put on the outside of the car. I agree. I mean, I, it's funny though th- that you say that because I remember when I bought my my Altima, basically the first car that I kind of bought on my own. They were going through a list of the amenities, and they were you know drivetrain warranties, all that sort of stuff. And one of the things listed was full tank of gas. It's like <laughs> really, thanks for dropping forty dollars. I'm giving you twelve grand, and you're going to put forty dollars worth of gas in the car. Also comes. Yeah, with I hope so. Full windshield wiper fluid. Yeah. <laughs> We put oil in the car for you. Okay. Here, I hope so. Here are other basic services we provide. A key. Yeah. <laughs> key included. A key. Four tires. Well, no shit. <laughs> I would hope you would give me four tires. I don't know. I just remember that. That stood out to me when I bought that car. <laughs> and, and like the, the sales lady was like, not bragging about it. She was like, we'll even put a full tank of gas in. Uh, and I was like, oh. Wow, look at me, big spender. <laughs> a full, full tank? tank? Yes. And then later like, I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is three quarters. Are yeah, going to give me a half tank? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like past the F, it was just like on the F, so clearly they didn't. It was, it was the they full, weren't filling like, it and they did the, the extra the pump. Car agency. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, looks full, full enough. I actually tried to pull that off this morning when I was returning my rental car because it was just to the left of the line on the F, and I was like, eh. I can't chance it because he was very yeah, specific. You know he was like, it's nine ninety nine a gallon. <laughs> you know they're going to screw like, you. All right. Of course, it was it was ridiculous. But I'd only driven like thirty five miles the entire time, so I got two dollars and eighty cents worth of gas <laughs> at a gas station just to make sure it was fully topped off. But anyway, um, okay. So that's my Jaguar commercial rant. Jaguar, there. and then Jaguar for the Jaguar experience. Um, Drive him and the last thing that I want holiday season, and have your wife bitch about it when you get home. The nine hundred eighty-one miles. Nine, yeah, Ugh. really sticks in my craw. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Um, and then this other thing came about because this afternoon I was watching an old, not super old, but a Lakers game from a week ago, and they were oh. talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my DVR is still a little full. I'm a couple <laughs> couple games behind, but. I'm not as bad as I used to. There are some seasons where I get like a month and a half behind and I'm watching them and it's like, I, I already know what happened. But I am I think I'm in last week's games at this point. Anyway, um, and they were talking about an injury that, that Brandon Ingram had and they said he got x-rays during halftime and the x-rays came back negative. And when you think about sports injuries and when you hear the update on sports injuries, can you ever remember hearing an update where it says the x-rays came back positive? I feel like they're always negative. No matter how bad the thing looked, the x-rays are always negative. And then 
it's either he'll be back later in the game or he's got to take three and a half months off for rehab. You're saying so do I not if, understand if it, if it what were positive, they would just not mention it or they wouldn't. No, I just, I, whenever they talk about x-rays coming back, I feel like it's always negative. I don't, and that's the thing. I don't even know what a positive x-ray would be I don't, when you're talking about a, <laughs> an injury. I mean, I feel like generally, first of all, most of the injuries in basketball are not like breaks. Maybe right, they're ankle sprains, sprains or tears or yeah, that kind of stuff. So it's more like ligament or tendon based. Right. But um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I think generally if they they'll if it's not negative, they'll say like it came back with some looked like there was some damage. They're going to do more tests to make sure or something. Like they never. They rarely say in game like, "Oh, he's out for the rest of the season," or unless you like right. have the compound fracture thing where you see his bone poking through or something. You're like, yeah, it's, like "It'll be fine." We'll, we're not yeah. sure on the extent of his injury, but he might be back this season. You're like, "No, that doesn't happen." But so you went you went through this. So when you had your was it MCL, ACL, both ACL. I assume you had an X-ray, and I assume the doctor came and discussed it with you. Did he say the X-rays came back negative? Well. X-ray is ago, basically but... just bone, so that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, that doesn't do shit. You have to get a, what's the other thing called? The magnet thing. My brain is not working. The MRI? Yeah, you need an MRI for, like, sprains or ligament tears, I think. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so. And that take well, I mean, for normal people, that takes longer, because you got to schedule it. You have a copay, yeah, yeah. there's all that shit. But, like, I know oh, that I, basketball MRI, players, they, yeah. they do it in the back. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. I mean, not really. They take them to a hospital, but um, they they have their own uh, machine to do it. Medical staff and and equipment, of course. So, uh, yeah, I I mean, I haven't heard it say come back positive. I think it's more negative or this injury was found or this damage was found. Okay. Again, I didn't know what – I know not of what I speak, clearly, but – I just, as I heard that, I was like, I have, I can't think of a single time in my life I've heard x-rays came back positive. And by the way, the second part of this is, why is it that negative is a good thing? I mean, I understand it fundamentally, but it's like, well, I should say, x-rays came back positive. Everybody's I mean, happy, but no, it's x-rays came back negative, and he's the fine. The damage is not there. It's negative for damage, I think is what that means. I know. It's just, it's stupid. Like, just flip it. Everybody knows positive and negative. Well, if you flip as it, now. positive is good, negative is bad. Yeah, well, no, they can't. I know it's too late. <laughs> We're in too deep. You can't turn around now. We're committed to the negative, as the positive, and the positive is the negative. Um, so, anyway, I don't know. That was just something that, clear, clearly, in addition to the agenda from three hours ago, that uh, I just felt need to be discussed. Speaking so, of positives, um, the Blazers are up on the Raptors yeah. at the end of the first quarter. Are they? Blazers Raptors going on three days ago as you hear this, or four days ago as you hear this. So <clears throat> by now the game's already over. But yeah, yeah, very exciting. Uh, Kyle, Big game. Raptors Kyle, still leading the East, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Blazers not not leading anything except the shit. Shitting patrol. the bed department. Yeah. <laughs> Shit the bed. <laughs> Roll. Yes. The leaders in the shitting of the bed. Well, it's still very early in the season. Yeah. As you know, the they're, NBA they're season starts after around. Christmas. Don't worry about it. I mean, the Clippers and the Grizzlies and the Clippers several other teams are bit. still in the top eight, and that True. I don't think will last throughout the season. So yeah, I don't expect the Kings to stay in the playoff race. And the Kings, 
No. Or no chance in hell. Not convinced Dallas, but maybe Luca's been pretty impressive. Oh, quick yeah. sibling dribblings discussion here. <laughs> yeah, I will not be playing a theme song for this, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, we don't need to say it. Sibling dribblings. <laughs> sibling dribblings. Haunt your m- nightmares. Sibling dribblings. <laughs> now you have to play it. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Quick sibling discussion. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Uh, the current playoff teams are Denver, Golden State, Oklahoma City, Clippers, Lakers, Memphis, Dallas, Sacramento. I would suspect of those, if I'm going to drop three out, I would drop... Kings. The bottom three. The Kings, the Mavs, and the uh, Grizzlies. But the Grizzlies have been good, so who knows? <clears throat> I mean, because the teams below them... Portland, San Antonio, New Orleans, Utah, Houston, and Minnesota. All quality teams. I mean, between 1st and 14th is only separated by five and a half games, so it's not like no one's killing it right now. Someone's going to make a run of 10 to 12 wins and solidify themselves as a top four seed. Or, yeah, or just flip, like, presumably Houston or Utah will make said run and jump into the top eight or even Minnesota. Uh, Who knows? It's crazy. It's crazy. Time will tell. Um, And then the East. Definitely some more defined shit teams in the East, like the bottom half of the East. (laughs) Most of the league. The ninth seed is ten and a half games out, which would be, yeah, would be in 14th place. In the uh, yeah, actually, it's just ridiculous. Actually, the the sixth seed would be in fourteenth place <laughs> if you take the records from the east to the west. It's not that the east is bad. There's just more good teams in the west. I mean, obviously, you can so, see teams one through basically the whole Western Conference minus Phoenix is in playoff contention. How far away do you think we are <laughs> from? The top idea 16. of just, yeah, seating him top 16 and getting rid of the conference. Uh, I mean, I think Adam Silver has talked about it and would like to do it. I think the only real problem is just the scheduling. Yeah. Because if they're going to do that, they can't have... You can't it's, play... It's not yeah. fair for the Eastern teams to only have to play the West Western Conference teams twice versus Once or twice three or four times. Yep. Correct. So, and, I mean... Some of the teams are, like, bullshit anyway. Like, Memphis shouldn't be in the Western Conference because pretty fucking far well, east. Well, so <clears throat> the main reason that conferences exist, basically in any sport, is travel. Like, way back in the day when NBA teams traveled by train, you know, and a lot of baseball did teams did as well. They didn't try of course. train, did they? Not bus? Of course it did. Absolutely. Train, bus, you name it. I mean, I think but, I just expect it was more bus than train, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, whatever. By Not ways plain. that weren't chartered or privately owned jets. Gra- groundbound. Back then, it made sense that, you know, yeah, Boston would rather play New York than Boston playing Los Angeles. Things like that. Nowadays, because everyone is flying on either chartered jets or private jets, it no longer makes sense to do that. So I am fully in favor of blowing the whole system up and just making it you know, have the full roster of teams and everybody plays each team as equally as possible 
uh, in terms of number of games and all that. Because yeah, the, the only argument against that is, well, what about rivalries? Like, you know, you, you want... The rivalries. I just... Portland's basically on an island. I mean, I guess if you... Okay, so is Miami. Yeah, if they have to travel. But, I mean, they're not on an island based on the Eastern Conference. Because okay. there, there are a lot of teams much closer to them. Like, ain't nobody close to Portland. Okay. But again, I mean, if it's a three-hour plane ride or a four-hour plane ride, you're still riding in luxury. Like, I mean, I get it. That might put them at a slight disadvantage, but... Yeah, I'd say a little more than you can't, same, it, you can't make it completely fair for everybody based sure. on travel time. I know, but... If that's going to be the beef, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd say it would, like, it would be an advantage if you were a... Midwest team, like if you're a, of course, like an Indiana, because you're never taking a five-hour plane ride. Houston, yeah, you're gonna if you if you yeah. have to play everybody. In okay, equal, so if you, you play every team two to three times a year or whatever, maybe you play. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. Like if you get rid of conferences, do you play people in your division four times a year and everybody else three ish? I, don't, I mean, not three. I, I don't know. I'm, the game no, it would be three. Out. That math doesn't work. It would be yeah, the game numbers would work out. I don't know. You would have to make it work <clears throat> somehow. But... Actually, just you play everybody in your division three times. You play everybody else two times, and you knock whatever ten or fifteen games off the schedule. Every, Which they've talked not that many, but they've talked happy. about knocking games off yeah. the schedule anyway. I mean, they, I think making it ideally from they want to get it to seventy four, like seventy or something. Yeah, seventy, seventy two. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. So, so if you knock ten games off the schedule, then I think you could play in your division three times a year and everybody else two three times. Three times, everybody else twice. Yeah, that would probably work. I, I'm sure that number. And I, I know the NBA's. Out, you know. No, nah, it doesn't. But it'd be something like that. <clears throat> and the NBA's thinking about this, and like you said, they've been talking about this for a long time. It's just a matter of making the money work too, right? So they have this gigantic TV deal, which is based on 82 games, which is based on, you know. That's, I assume that just matches. seems dumb to me, though. I mean, people love basketball more now more than ever. So you're going to get better. It's as popular you're going to get been, better yeah. quality games if you knock ten games off. Of like, course. Like you'll have people like we sitting less in the Western Conference. Like basically, the whole Western Conference is good minus Phoenix, and even Phoenix is like interesting. They have the number one draft pick and a couple other decent players. Right. Um. So I mean, they're terrible, but you know what I mean. Like. Yeah, <clears throat> if you're a Phoenix, they're not fan, as bad as half of the East. Yeah, if you're a Phoenix a third fan, of the East teams. you're you shouldn't be completely despondent. Um, right. But like, so if you if you have fewer games, you're gonna have fewer Phoenix versus Chicago games. Dear Lord, you know what I mean. Nobody like wants the to watch two, the two worst teams. <laughs> you're gonna have fewer of those. Actually, that game probably wouldn't be terrible. No one wants to watch it. Um, you're gonna have fewer shit games in theory. Yeah. And so every game's worth more. Like, if you only play, like, you guys probably play the the Warriors four, four times, times a year. year. So you only play yeah. them three, so that the games are worth more. You know, yeah, like, there's a premium on them. Of course. Or whatever. That's always yeah. true. When you lessen the number of games. So, <clears throat> anyway, I, I think... Or the I, Lakers-Celtics games. I mean, that probably wouldn't go up any, but... Right. No, it wouldn't. Because, it would stay the because there are fewer other good games, those would be worth even more. I mean, those are always going to be big games. Cause that, I mean, to me, that's a the biggest rivalry in the league, and they're not 
Of course. Anywhere near the. They're not in the same conference. I mean, and they're nowhere near each other. Maybe not yeah. right now because the Lakers are still. No, but historically, amazing. just yeah, because yeah. of the number of banners, you know, number one is Boston, number two is LA, and they played in some classic matchups through the years, and Boston owned their ass in the sixties and seven, whatever. I don't want to talk about it, but um, <laughs> so yeah. But I, I, what I was starting to say is, I think the TV contract is through twenty twenty two, so I feel like they're not going to do anything until that's over. I just feel like I mean, they, they can't change that mainstream. way. They, they could. I mean, there would probably they be could some talk about outcry. It, they could definitely, but no do action. The, top 16 teams if they wanted to they could just do that it wouldn't really be fair but but i mean if you like we were saying if you look at records (laughs) um right now only the top five three teams in the east top five teams in eh, top three actually yeah no sorry top four teams in the east would make it no top five sorry top five because the drop off from <clears throat> the fifth team right now is Philadelphia, and they're nineteen eleven, and the sixth is Charlotte, and they're five hundred. So. Oh wow, that's a big. It's big a cliff that's there. a big drop, yeah. Yeah. It's a that's a four but game again, difference. But again, yeah, does the, that mean that that those five teams are as good as the top eight teams? No, it just means. I mean, it might, but it means also that they are playing weaker schedules because they're playing more Eastern games. Whereas if it was just everybody's in the NBA. Sure. Whether Eastern or Western, but I'm saying if we didn't, if we didn't, make it. if we didn't switch the schedules, yeah, and we're just taking no, the top top 16 teams, basically right. only four or five of the Eastern Conference teams would make it, and then there'd be whatever five minus 16 is, oh 11, the top 11 Jesus teams. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. So that would that would we would add we would add back in Portland, 16. San Antonio, and New Orleans to the playoffs with Utah. Right. And Houston only a half game out, and Minnesota only a game out. So I mean, it, right. the the playoff race would be no less interesting. <clears throat> sure. It just would just you wouldn't reward uh, Sh- Charlotte for being in the Eastern Conference and being a six seed. For being mediocre. Yeah. Correct. That's how it would work. I agree. So yeah. we'll see how it plays out over time. Obviously. A lot more on that as the bro pod continues through the winter and sibling into the spring dribblings. with uh, with more and more dribblings. sibling dribblings. <laughs> I live in your attic. What? Oh, Jesus. Okay. For those of you who don't know, go back to the original episode. You gotta play it. Sibling you dribblings. Play it. <laughs> I might have to now. I was hoping that would just be a two minute segment, but as always, sibling dribblings lasted five times longer than expected. So maybe I will play it this time. But but anyway. We are uh, coming up on the 80-minute mark, so uh, I think we should call that a pod. Again, please join us next week. It'll actually go up Christmas Eve. Um, Let me promote it as early as possible. Um, The BroPod Christmas Spectacular will be going up on Christmas Eve, so be sure and gather the family round (laughs) the Yuletide log and and listen to the Christmas Spectacular which I'm going to go ahead and tease it. We're going to have a discussion of the top five Christmas songs, don't, and they will be playing in the background. Don't I've, listen to I've that already committed. Well, maybe that. Yeah, don't episode. listen to Yes. Well, eh, go ahead. Whatever. We're all adults here. <laughs> Unless you don't have adults in your family, in which case, send the kids to bed. Um, a late night listen around the Yuletide log with some hot cocoa and uh, dreams hot of cocoa. St. Nick and Rudolph and all that shit. Anyway, so top five Christmas songs will be kind of the lead story next week. 
during the BroPod Christmas Spectacular 2018. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then, as always, as you know, you can find us at BroPodNetwork.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I think I said Twitch last week. That's not wrong. Or that's, that's not wrong. That's that, not right. That what's definitely the, is wrong. What's the T one? Uh, Stitcher. I think I think I'm just confusing Stitcher. I think I confused Stitcher and <laughs> Stitcher and, and Twitcher. <laughs> there, Stitcher there probably and is some sort of T app, two, but I don't know what it is. There probably is. We're I don't know. Wherever you find your podcast, you can find us. But again, as I always say, if you're listening to us, you found us. So tell a friend, like, share, comment, email us at thebropodnetwork@gmail.com, all that good stuff. And until next week, everybody. Peace. See ya.